It's January the 31st. Let's read the Bible. Well, friends, here we are. Last day of the first month in our year-long journey through God's Word. My name is Ray Pritchard. Thank you so much for joining us. I look back and think about all that we've done this month. Actually, my mind goes back several months ago, two or three months ago, when God put this on my heart. I had no idea back then what a what a big challenge this would be. It feels like uh, climbing up uh, Mount Everest. Bible's a big book, but here we are. We've made it one-twelfth of the way through at the end of today's reading. So thank you so much for joining with us. I hope you will uh, download the reading guide at keepbelieving.com. That's a PDF. It's free. gives you all the readings for the year, all the references, and I hope you'll tell your friends also, if you have a question, comment you'd like to make, I enjoy hearing from the, those who are joining with us on this video journey. So you can make a comment on Facebook or on YouTube or on Rumble. And I will get to your questions, your comments just as soon as I can. Now, Exodus 30 through 33 is our reading for today. Exodus 30 is more or less a continuation of yesterday's reading. We had the architecture of the tabernacle. Then we had the description of Aaron and his sons, the, 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 the garments they would wear and how they'd be ordained into the ministry. Chapter 30, it deals with the incense altar, the ointment, and uh, uh, you'll see. It, it's very much a continuation of description from the Lord of how the worship of God's people is to be conducted. Then you get to chapter 32. Well, there's, you know, you would think, after all this, I was going to say, after all the trouble God has gone to, to get God's people, to get the Jews out of Egypt, all the miracles he performed and, and giving him all of this, the plans for the tabernacle and all this, you would think that the people would, as they say, straighten up and fly right. Well, no, they're no different than we are. And uh, we're all pretty much, we all have feet of clay, don't we? We're going to discover that in this reading. So let me start with chapter 30, but we'll get into it and you'll see what I mean as we get a little later. Chapter 30, going now through chapter 33. You are to make an altar for the burning of incense. Make it of acacia wood. It must be square, 18 inches long and 18 inches wide. You must be 36 inches high. Its horns must be of one piece with it. Overlay its top all around its sides and its horns with pure gold. Make a gold molding all around it. Make two gold rings for it under the molding on two of its sides. Put these on opposite sides of it to be holders for the poles to carry it with. Make the poles of acacia wood and overlay them with gold. You are to place the altar in front of the curtain by the Ark of the Testimony in front of the mercy seat that is over the testimony where I will meet with you. Aaron must burn fragrant incense on it. He must burn it every morning when he tends the lamps. When Aaron sets up the lamps at twilight, he must burn incense. There is to be an incense offering before the Lord throughout your generations. You must not offer unauthorized incense on it or a burnt or grain offering. You are not to pour a drink offering on it. Once a year, Aaron is to perform the atonement ceremony for the altar. Throughout your generations, he is to perform the atonement ceremony for it. Once a year with the blood of the sin offering for atonement on the horns. The altar is especially holy to the Lord. 
Lord spoke to Moses, when you take a census of the Israelites to register them, each of the men must pay a ransom for his life to the Lord as they are registered. Then no plague will come on them as they are registered. Everyone who is registered must must pay half a shekel according to the sanctuary shekel, 20 giras to the shekel. This half shekel is a contribution to the Lord. Each man who is registered 20 years old or more must give this contribution to the Lord. The wealthy may not give more and the poor may not give less than half a shekel when giving the contribution to the Lord to atone for your lives. Take the atonement price from the Israelites and use it for the service of the tent of meeting. It will serve as a reminder for the Israelites before the Lord to atone for your lives. The Lord spoke to Moses, make a bronze basin for washing and a bronze stand for it. Set it between the tent of meeting and the altar and put water in it. Aaron and his sons must wash their hands and feet from the basin. Whenever they enter the tent of meeting or approach the altar to minister by burning a food offering to the Lord, they must wash with water so that they will not die. They must wash their hands and feet so that they will not die. This is to be a permanent statute for them, for Aaron and his descendants throughout their generations. The Lord spoke to Moses, take for yourselves the finest spices, 12 and a half pounds of liquid myrrh, half as much, six and a half pounds of fragrant cinnamon, six and a six um, of liquid myrrh, half as much, six and a fourth pounds of fragrant cinnamon, six and a fourth pounds of fragrant cane, 12 and a half pounds of cassia by the sanctuary shackle and a gallon of olive oil. Prepare from these a holy anointing oil, a scented blend, the work of a perfumer. It will be holy anointing oil. With it, you are to anoint the tent of meeting, the ark of the testimony, the table with all its utensils, the lampstand with its utensils, the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offering with all its utensils, and the basin with its stand. Consecrate them, and they will be especially holy. Whatever touches them will be consecrated. Anoint Aaron and his sons and consecrate them to serve me as priests. Tell the Israelites, this will be my holy anointing oil throughout your generations. It must not be used for ordinary anointing on a person's body. And you must not make anything like it using its formula. It is holy and it must be holy to you. Anyone who blends something like it or puts some of it on an unauthorized person must be cut off from his people. The Lord said to Moses, take fragrant spices, stacti, anica, and galbanum. The spices and pure frankincense are to be in equal measures. Prepare expertly blended incense from these. It is to be seasoned with salt, pure and holy. Grind some of it into a fine powder and put some in front of the testimony in the tent of meeting where I will meet with you. It must be especially holy to you. As for the incense you are making, you must not make any for yourselves using its formula. It must, it is to be regarded by you as holy, belonging to the Lord. Anyone who makes something like it to smell its fragrance must be cut off from his people. That's chapter 30. Now, Exodus 31. A lot of detail in these chapters. Who's going who's gonna to build this? It's going to take some very unusual people, very skilled workers. Remember, this is 3,500 years ago. They were out in the middle of the desert. 
Where are they going to get the people to build all this and put it together exactly as the Lord said? Chapter 31. The Lord also spoke to Moses, look, I have appointed by name Bezalel, son of Uri, son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. I have filled him with God's spirit, with wisdom, understanding, and ability in every craft, to design artistic works in gold, silver, and bronze, to cut gemstones from mounting, and to carve wood for work in every craft. I have also selected Aholiab, son of Ahisamach, of the tribe of Dan, to be with him. I have put wisdom in the heart of every skilled artisan in order to make all that I have commanded you, the tent of meeting, the ark of the testimony, the mercy seat that is on top of it, and all the other furnishings of the tent, the table with its utensils, the pure gold lampstand with all its utensils, the altar of incense, the altar of burnt offering with all its utensils, the basin with its stand, the specially woven garments, both the holy garments for the priest Aaron and the garments for his sons to serve as priests, the anointing oil and the fragrant incense for the sanctuary. They must make them according to all I have commanded you. The Lord said to Moses, tell the Israelites, you must observe my Sabbaths. For it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, so that you will know that I am the Lord who consecrates you. Observe the Sabbath, for it is holy to you. Whoever profanes it must be put to death. If anyone does work on it, that person must be cut off from his people. Work may be done for six days, but on the seventh day, there must be a Sabbath of complete rest, holy to the Lord. Anyone who does work on the Sabbath day must be put to death. The Israelites must observe the Sabbath, celebrating it throughout their generations as a permanent covenant. It is a sign forever between me and the Israelites. For in six days, the Lord made the heavens and the earth. But on the seventh day, he rested and was refreshed. When he finished speaking with Moses on Mount Sinai, he gave him the two tablets of the testimony, stone tablets inscribed by the finger of God. That's chapter 31. So all of this, these last few chapters, 25, 26, 27, 28, 28 even before that, but these last few chapters, the description of the, of the tabernacle, all of its detailed furnishings and of the, 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 the garb of the priest and the anointing spices and the sacrifices, all of it, that was, Moses was up on the mountain. He's up on Mount Sinai. God is talking to him. And now Moses is about ready to come back down. He's got now the Ten Commandments inscribed with the finger of God. And he left everything in charge down there at the bottom of the mountain with the people. Left that in charge with Brother Aaron. But surely, I mean, everything's going to be all right, right? I mean, while Moses is talking with God, it's, it's going to be okay down here. No, it's not okay. <laughs> oh, man. What a story. Exodus 32. When the people saw that Moses delayed in coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron and said to him, Come, make gods for us who will go before us, because this Moses, the man who brought us up from the land of Egypt, we don't know what's happened to him. Aaron replied to them, Take off the gold rings that are on the ears of your wives, your sons, and your daughters, and bring them to me. So all the people took off the gold rings that were on their ears and brought them to Aaron. He took the gold from them and fashioned it into an engraving tool and made it into an image of a calf. Then they said, 
Israel, these are your gods who brought you up from the land of Egypt. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar in front of it and made an announcement. There will be a festival to the Lord tomorrow. Early the next morning, they arose, offered burnt offerings and presented fellowship offerings. The people sat down to eat and drink and got up to party. The Lord said to Moses, go down at once for the people you brought up from the land of Egypt have acted corruptly. They have quickly, get that, quickly turned away from the way I commanded them. They have made for themselves an image of a calf. They have bowed down to it, sacrificed to it and said, Israel, these are your gods who brought you up from the land of Egypt. The Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people. And indeed, they are a stiff-necked people. Now leave me alone so that my anger can burn against them and I can destroy them. Then I will make you into a great nation. But Moses sought the favor of the Lord his God. Lord, why does your anger burn against your people? You brought out, brought out of the land of Egypt with great power and a strong hand. Why should the Egyptians say he brought them out with an evil intent to kill them in the mountains and eliminate them from the face of the earth Turn from your fierce anger and relent concerning this disaster plan for your people. Remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. You swore to them by yourself and declared, I will make your offspring as numerous as the stars of the sky and will give your offspring all this land that I have promised and they will inherit it forever. So the Lord relented concerning the disaster he had said he would bring on his people. Then Moses turned and went down the mountain with the two tablets of the testimony in his hands. They were inscribed on both sides, inscribed front and back. The tablets were the work of God and the writing was God's writing engraved on the tablets. When Joshua heard the sound of the people as they shouted, he said to Moses, there is a sound of war in the camp. But Moses replied, it is not the sound of a victory cry and not the sound of a cry of defeat. I hear the sound of singing. As he approached the camp and saw the calf and the dancing, Moses became enraged and threw the tablets out of his hands, smashing them at the base of the mountain. He took the calf that they had made, burned it up and ground it to powder. He scattered the powder over the surface of the water and forced the Israelites to drink the water. Then Moses asked Aaron, what did these people do to you that you've led them into such a grave sin? Don't be enraged, my Lord, Aaron replied. You yourself know that the people are intent on evil. They said to me, make gods for us who will go before us because this Moses, the man who brought us up from the land of Egypt, we don't know what has happened to him. So I said to them, whoever has gold, take it off. And they gave it to me. When I threw it into the fire, out came this calf. Moses saw that the people were out of control, for Aaron had let them get out of control, making them a laughingstock to their enemies. And Moses stood at the camp's entrance and said, whoever is for the Lord, come to me. And all the Levites gathered round him and he told them, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, every man fashion his sword to his side. Fasten his sword to his side, go back and forth through the camp from entrance to entrance, and each of you kill his brother, his friend, and his neighbor. The Levites did as Moses commanded, and about 3,000 men fell dead that day among the people. 
Afterward, Moses said, Today you have been dedicated to the Lord, since each man went against his son and his brother. Therefore, you have brought blessing upon yourselves today. The following day, Moses said to the people, You have committed a grave sin. Now I will go up to the Lord. Perhaps I will be able to atone for your sin. So Moses returned to the Lord and said, Oh, these people have committed a grave sin. They have made a God of gold for themselves. Now, if you would only forgive their sin, but if not, please erase me from the book you have written. The Lord replied to Moses, whoever has sinned against me, I will erase from my book. Now go lead these people to the place I told you about. See, my angel will go before you. But on the day I settle accounts, I will hold them accountable for their sin. And the Lord inflicted a plague on the people for what they did with the calf Aaron had made. There's one more chapter, but I just stopped to remark. Aaron was such a fool. He was Moses' older brother. He was, he was the glib speaker. He was the man with the gift of gab, so to speak, back in Egypt. God said, I'll tell you what to say to Moses. Moses, you tell Aaron and Aaron will speak for you. He was God in Moses' mouthpiece. He was a ringside seat to all the miracles and the plagues and all of that. And now, what a fool. It just shows you how easily, how easily, how quickly, ah, prone to wander. Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Chapter 33. The Lord spoke to Moses, go up from here, you and the people you brought up from the land of Egypt to the land I promised to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying, I will give it to your offspring. I will send an angel ahead of you and will drive out the Canaanites, Amorites, Hethites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. Go up to a land flowing with milk and honey, but I will not go up with you because you are a stiff-necked people. Otherwise, I might destroy you on the way. When the people heard this bad news, they mourned and didn't put on their jewelry. For the Lord said to Moses, tell the Israelites, you are a stiff-necked people. If I went up with you for a single moment, I would destroy you. Now take off your jewelry and I will decide what to do with you. So the Israelites remained stripped of their jewelry from Mount Horeb onward. Now Moses took a tent and pitched it outside the camp at a distance from the camp, he called to the tent of meeting. Anyone who wanted to consult the Lord would go to the tent of meeting that was outside the camp. Whenever Moses went out to the tent, all the people would stand up, each one at the door of his tent, and they would watch Moses until he entered the tent. When Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud would come down and remain at the entrance to the tent, and the Lord would speak with Moses. As all the people saw the pillar of cloud remaining at the entrance of the tent, they would stand up and bow and worship each one at the door of his tent. The Lord would speak to Moses face to face, just as a man speaks with his friend. Then Moses would return to the camp. His assistant, the young man, Joshua, son of Nun, would not leave the inside of the tent. Moses said to the Lord, look, you've told me, lead the people up, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You said, I know you by name and you have also found favor with me. Now, if I have indeed found favor with you, please teach me your ways and I will know you so that I might find favor with you. Now consider that this nation is your people. And he replied, 
My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. If your presence does not go, Moses responded to him, don't make us go up from here. How will it be known that I and your people have found favor with you unless you go with us? I and your people will be distinguished by this from all the people on the face of the earth. The Lord answered Moses, I will do this very thing you have asked, for you have found favor with me, and I know you by name. Then Moses said, please, let me see your glory. Show me your glory. He said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you, and I will I will proclaim the name the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But he added, you cannot see my face, for humans cannot see me and live. The Lord said, here is a place near me. You are to stand on the rock, and when my glory passes by, I will put you in the crevice of the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take my hand away and you will see my back, but my face will not be seen. It is a revelation, this whole section. Oh, the weakness of man. Oh, the frailty. Frail children of dust and feeble is frail. The other hymn I quoted, prone to wander. Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. And, and by the way, don't look down on the Israelites. You know, if you and I had been a Moses supplement, you know, I've been there. We've been, we've been going to the party. We've been having a good time singing and dancing. That's a human. Human, it's not good, but it's human. It's honest. And um, ah, it's good to know there, there were some who didn't do that. No, I'm not really saying you would. I don't know. I don't know what I would have done, but I don't want to say that's beyond me. I don't ever want to say that. You never know what you would or wouldn't do when you put under pressure in a certain situation. So how desperately we need the Lord and how good God is to forgive, to show grace even when we have sinned and sinned and foolishly done the same dumb thing over and over again. How good, how good and wonderful our God is. Okay, that's the end of the reading for today. God bless you, friends. God bless you. Have a great day. Let's follow the Lord. Let's serve him. And let's rest on his grace because it is only by God's grace any of us are going to go to heaven. Have a great day, folks. Come back tomorrow morning. We'll do this again.